0: Dear Young Rocker is more than just a podcast about music. It's a memoir of how it feels to survive high school when you don't fit in and the freeing feeling of picking up a guitar for the first time. It's also advice for anyone who is or was young and has ever felt weird or alone. Dear Young Rocker is written and narrated by me, Chelsea Erson, executive produced by Jake Brennan, and comes to you from Double Elvis Productions. Listen to Gary Young Rocker on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Movie Crush, the miniest edition of all. The littlest crush. The littlest crush.
2: Little crush. Uh, How you doing, Noel, besides single and available? Yeah, totally. Hit me up, Internet. No, (laughs) please don't. No, do whatever. Do whatever you want, Internet. I'm I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, (laughs) uh, We actually uh, peek behind the curtain. We record these back to back, so I'm much the same as I was (laughs) moments ago. I know. Was, uh, you know, thought we could fake that. Yeah, that's all right. I love it. We tell the truth here, everyone. I will tell you this, Chuck. Mini Crush is like medicine for the soul for me. So Good. this means the world that I get to do this with you today. Thanks, man. Yeah, a salve, a salve yeah. for the soul. It's soul salve. You know, I one time pronounced it salve, yeah. and someone called me a fool. Nah, but you know, she's not in your life anymore. So exactly, <laughs> that's very
1: true. And what does she know about salves? Uh my wife makes salves. Homemade salves. That's cool at her shop. Do they do they smell good? They smell great. It's like peppermint. Yeah, and it's funny, my daughter, like she's way into Just doctors and medicine Uh and like the whole thing. Oh boy. And so anytime something happens, she'll either say, I need an ice pack. Yeah. Or, I need a salve.
2: Oh, (laughs) she needs a salve. Wow. My kid is the same way. If she gets a little tiny boo boo, a scratch, she's nine, she wants a bandaid on it right away. Even if it doesn't break the skin, Uh even if she just gets a ding, like bumps her knee, and there's no visible signs of damage, she wants a bandaid on that. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter had her first
1: dentist appointment last week, and it was about the cutest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Was Was she okay? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she 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 dealt with it. Well. Yeah, she dude. She's uh, we laugh like she's great with professionals. Uh-huh. Dentists, doctors. She goes to an eye doctor because yeah. she has a little eye thing, and she's always just completely compliant. Okay, and just will not do anything that we ask.
2: They didn't even have to like give her the gas or anything. No, man. Okay.
1: Uh, they she they gave her sunglasses because the lights are bright. and uh-huh. She just sat there and. Chilled out and let them clean her teeth and do it all. It was great. Just a cleaning. Yep. Yeah. Cleaning and the little inspection.
2: Yeah. Of course, my kid had a. She still got some of her baby teeth, and she had one that was loose, but had actually broken in her mouth, and so they had to extract it. Oh, good. And so they gave her the gas. Oh, wow. And I I got to. That was her first exposure. I I, I facetimed (laughs) with her, and it wasn't like full on Loopy City, but it was. I, I could tell she was a little off. It was. It was funny. Gotcha. The gateway drug.
1: No, spinning is the gateway drug. That's, that's right.
2: right. Mm-hmm. forgot
1: about that. Spinning? Yeah, yeah like, that was my old joke. Like like, spin, Kids like spinning in a circle and getting dizzy. Oh, that's I thought you meant like drug. spin class. <laughs> no. No. No, that's the gateway drug to pain. Yeah. All right, everyone. We're going to start up. We're going to do two new segments this week, premiering two new segments. I am on the edge of my seat. And I think I'm going to call this one, uh, I don't know what, in this movie? <laughs> in this movie? In this movie. End it. Yeah. End this movie. Or how about write the plot? How about Hollywood <laughs> ending? <laughs> Basically what I did was I just set up sort of a generic um, setup for a film and said in three – don't everyone want to get creative here. And then said in three sentences or less, what plot unfolds from the following setup? Four platonic old friends, two men and two women, get together for a week-long trip to a fully staffed remote beach house. Upon arrival, we meet a nervous and quiet chef, a drunken housekeeper, and a brash tour guide. What happens?
2: Why is the housekeeper so drunk, man? That's not profesh. (laughs) Well, you could fire her in your movie. Okay, there you go. My movie would be super dull. I don't think so.
1: Okay, and by the way, everyone, points for brevity. If you wrote the three longest sentences in the history of the world, Mm -hmm. then you're not doing it right. Yeah, apparently brevity (laughs) is the soul of wit. It is. So Tyler Minke says... Jackie Treehorn presents Friends with Benefits. The cable is out as the doorbell rings. Four scantily clad friends answer to a hunk of a cable repairman. What happens next? He fixes the cable and leaves. Log jamming, baby. (laughs) The friends proceed to watch reruns of The Office while being waited on by the house staff.
2: That's pretty funny. Drunkenly. That's fun. Yeah.
1: Not bad. I like this game. Uh, Let me see here. David Goudreau says the women are secretly in love with the men. The men are secretly in love with each other. The nervous and quiet chef, drunken housekeeper, and brash tour guide see everything, and hilarity ensues.
2: What a mess!
1: <laughs> uh, Mike Jones, they all enjoy a great vacation and catch up on old times. They promise to do it again soon, but sadly, it never happens. LOL. That's funny. See, that, that's, that's, that's where I was leaning towards with my with yeah, my film. just mundane. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. Jason Crabtree, uh, Crabtree says the tour guide leads them to a large dome on the beach. four friends are met by the drunk housekeeper on the back of the quiet yet giant chef who steps aside revealing thousands of gallons of pudding in a pit the housekeeper yells earth's mightiest warriors welcome to the pudding pit prepare to die I don't know about that one the pudding pit I think Jason Crabtree is on something he's on some pudding (laughs) Uh, let me see here Andrea Hammond the staff isn't staff at all But outlaws escape criminals on the run who are hiding out. Ooh, that's good. Uh, Hilarity ensues as they continue to play their roles and the friends slowly start to question what's really going on. Conclusion, best vacation ever. Eh. I'm not sure I like how you ended that one, uh, Andrea. But I like where you were going. Uh, Let me see here. Joshua Hall. When a local, uh, during a tour, warns the gang about the house being haunted, they shrug it off having sworn of solving mysteries. When they return to the house, there's a basket on the front porch with a Great Dane puppy inside wearing a collar inscribed SD. The gang has no choice but to play along because someone in the house knows who they really are. All right, nice little Scooby-Doo ref. I get it. Uh, Rebecca Rube says, the friends begin to see similarities in the house staff and begin to suspect it's them in the future. Ooh, I like that. Uh, While trying to figure out what's going on, They realize one of the friends isn't represented. Things get tense, and that friend is accidentally murdered in that house, leaving the other
2: three trapped in a guilt-ridden existence there. So it's sort of like a future clue, right? Where you got a little bit of a drawing room (laughs) mystery kind of situation, (laughs) a little bit of sci-fi thrown in there. Are there clones? I want to know more. Oh, I like it. I want to know more. Future clue. Uh, Kayla M.H. says, The girl,
1: both of the guys, likes falls for the douchebag tour guide who ends up murdered in bed the next day while everyone suspects everyone else. The second girl, who likes one of the guys, falls in the arms of the chef, who is also a suspect. Then out of nowhere, the housekeeper dies. Mm, there's some... Uh, I'm not sure you wrap that one up. Uh, Will Burke. One couple finds their lodgings and ignores the awkward situation for more personal interest While uh, while the other couple politely rolls with it but tries to figure out why the staff... Isn't what was promised in the brochure. The first couple doesn't make it to the end, obviously. (laughs) Sure. Come on. All right. Let me do a couple more of these. Uh, Liz Parker. Everyone gets roped into whitewater rafting down Niagara Falls. Mid-raft, they all come down with crazy food poisoning. Drunk housekeeper continues on with her bubbly life. Nothing wrong with having a drink or nine while at work. Midway down the
2: falls, they all come (laughs) down with food poisoning? (laughs) That's very specific. And do, can't, do you raft down Niagara Falls? Surely not. That's not a real thing. No, that's not a real thing. Now you would you would fall to your death. <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's enough, don't you? Yeah, it's definitely get some good nightmare fuel in there.
1: All right, let me finish with this one. This is oh, kind of fun. Okay, uh, Chad Burnt says, uh, "The African American man dies first. The strong and independent woman dies next." The jock dies doing something stupid, and the meek, nervous girl kills the group
2: of killers. So yeah. he went trope-y. trope Trope time. All right. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, um, what is it called? Oh, crap. What the heck is it called? There's Adam Wingard movie. Uh, well, you know, it was like the home invasion movie that's pretty much that um, with the guys in animal masks or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, there's a, the socially awkward girl is the one who becomes the total full badass at the end. oh really so, yeah, it's yeah that's how it happens I enjoyed that
1: one I thought of another trope the other day in a movie where uh, the uh, the black leather motorcycle rider uh, eventually
2: takes off the helmet and it's a lady
1: not oh, a yeah. dude
2: <laughs> and she shakes out her she shakes out her hair glorious mane <laughs> the movie was called You're Next by the way the, the oh, home okay. invasion movie that I was talking about was it good yes yeah, great all right
1: Okay, everybody, we're moving on to another brand new segment called The Poll Truth. So, Noel, as you saw, I did 10 polls. And because Facebook is stupid, you can only, as an administrator of a group page, do two question, two choice polls. So it's a 50-50. Careful, Chuck. Zuckerberg is listening. Good. Get your shit together, bro. You can put a man on the moon, but you can't do four options on a poll. Did Zuckerberg put a man on the moon? Sure he did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right. We'll, we'll just count down these 10 and maybe discuss a bit. Uh, here's one. Movie awards, A, art shouldn't be ranked, or B, it's a valid way to honor art. And here's the results. Uh, 273 people say art should not be ranked, and 463 said it's a valid way to honor art. So far more people uh, think it's legit. And it's a good way to honor
2: art. What did you vote? I did vote, and I can't remember what I said. I'm trying to find it. Hang on. I said. Oh, did you leave a comment too? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but it, it tells you how you voted. Gotcha. Um, I said art shouldn't be ranked. Okay. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> no. God, past me. How pretentious. No, but I, I, I'm of two minds of it. Like, I am too. I, I think I think it's an interesting way to sort of weed through and and and, and see what some really good work. For the year yeah. was. And if you see uh, films winning multiple awards and being recognized in particular types of awards, then chances are they're probably good, like Critics Circle Awards and things like that. Sure. Do I think it matters in right. some real way? No. But for me, it's helpful to, like, know what's being talked about, what's being buzzed about. That's I think supposedly That's supposedly the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I then wish. you can make up your own mind. But it also depends on the source.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I think between uh, the Academy Awards, the Golden Globes, and um, do yourself a favor and also watch the Independent Spirit Awards, between those three, you get a nice Venn diagram of the best shit of the year. Generally. I think so, too. I yeah. think so, too. But I also, uh, uh, as I've gotten older, too, get a little tired of all the self-congratulatory stuff. Like, oh, let's just give ourselves awards for this stuff. And, like, can you subjectively or can you do, rank a subjective thing?
2: Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, Mm -hmm.
1: it's it's weird. Uh, All right, poll. uh, The next poll. Comic book universes, Marvel or DC?
2: I mean, anybody could have told you which way this was going to go.
1: Obviously, but I was really just kind of curious of just how drastic it would be. And out of uh, 800-something votes, we got 728 for Marvel and 95 for DC.
2: I'm shocked that 95 people picked DC, to be honest. I know, but it's just like... It's just, they just, it's such a bummer universe. Outside the Nolan movies, they haven't really made a good one beyond Wonder Woman. I thought one was really well done. Mm-hmm. But they're all just so, who cares? There's no, they don't, I don't know, there's such a slog. And like all those, what, Batman versus Superman was sure. just. They're tough. It's like, get me out of here. Did you watch, uh,
1: did you see the Aquaman trailer?
2: No. Was it look cool? Well, No. No. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I I could have gotten down with an Aquaman movie, but this whole, the way they've taken the character with Momoa being like a beach bro is just like not
2: the way that I would have done it. No. No. Unfortunately. It's just so weird. It's like how could you succeed so amazingly with the Marvel thing and fail so spectacularly with the DC thing? Because, I mean, there's great DC characters. It's not that. Right. Right. You just fucked it up big time. I mean, I want to know who is—is is there like a Kevin? Well, Snyder. well that's true. He for sort of sure. set the tone. Yeah, I and just he just doesn't make good movies, in my opinion. Well, he, but even like when he's not involved, I feel like he sort of set the tone yeah. for what these movies look like. Yep, and then they've sort of just it's been like rolling too late. with it. They kind <laughs> of—it
1: looks like they're trying to break out of that a little bit. The new because Aquaman looks a bit different and is a little more fun looking. And um, I also saw the trailer for Shazam. And that looks like a lighter, more fun approach, which is how Marvel has had some success. Shazam.
2: Is that the movie where Shaq plays a genie? No. <laughs> oh, that's Kazam. <laughs> oh, Noel. You're a wonder. Stop. And a delight.
1: Stop. Uh, all right. The next poll. Tarantino still has it or lost his way? And I realize a lot of these are there somewhere in between. But with Facebook, you only get two choices.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh... Now, I have seen ways – you can do multiple choice. Not as an admin for a group page. Oh, I see. Is, yeah. it, is it only as like an individual or something like that? Or as like... An, as
1: if you went to your own Facebook page, you could have way more control. Got it, because I've definitely
2: seen things where people voted on yeah. multiple uh... – we'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe there's another way we can do this for next time. This is great, though. Um, this is interesting how close these – how, how neck and neck uh, – Tarantino? This, this is very divisive, it seems. Pretty close. 372 said he still has it, and 290 said he's lost his way. So that's pretty close. I mean, I just don't think he's made a shitty movie. I think he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, the, but the, that 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 enters into one of the next polls that's coming up, doesn't it? That's right. Uh, the
1: next one, are you able to separate the art from the artist? Yes or no way. Out of 770 votes, uh, 508 say yes. 262 say no way. And I imagine a lot of people say uh, it depends on the person and the
2: transgressions. Yeah, and and also, like, history. Because we're talking about, you know, historical racists or something like that. Like Rudyard Kipling, for example, a notorious racist, but, um, you know, some of his poetry is great. And obviously The Jungle Book, while being a problematic story in and of itself, is one that still sticks around you know, got made into a fucking Disney movie and remade recently in that crazy yeah. live-action version. Um, but he also is a more of a historical figure. So if we're talking about, like, Hollywood... Uh, sex abuse epidemic stuff, that becomes a little trickier. I don't think I can watch Kevin Spacey movies anymore. Yeah. I mean, you got Spacey and Woody Allen and
1: uh, and Roman Polanski from the 70s still. People like, you know, he's been on the band list for a lot of people since then for obvious reasons. Uh, or then, you know, like, what about Tom Cruise being a Scientologist and the atrocities that that uh, cult has committed? Uh, it, you know, it's tough. Like, uh, Scientology's a big one, man. Yeah. Some of the biggest, most... Famous and coolest actors are Scientologists, and every time I hear that, I go, oh,
2: man. Beck is a Scientologist, dude. I know. It's a bummer. Jason Lee, you remember him? Yeah. He's a Scientologist. Yeah. Well, you know what? I still like Midnight Vultures, so. Yeah, it's hard, but I, it is possible. But yeah. but the question is, like, do you want to support someone who is currently right. active and has done horrible things yeah. with your dollar? Yep. that's That's the question you got to ask yourself.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one, and I know there's so much gray area, but again, we can only have two choices on Facebook. All right, number – the next one, Mafia Cage Match. uh, Mafia movie Cage Match. I just said that like eight different ways. Uh, Goodfellas or The Godfather. Out of 627 votes, holy shit.
2: 313 Goodfellas, 314 The Godfather. Are you seeing this in terms of percentages too? Because the version I'm looking at has it as percentages, and this is hilarious. Goodfellas is 49.9%. <laughs> the Godfather is 50.1%. Wow, that is amazing. So we're going to call that 50 50. Totally, man. I mean, come on. It was off by one vote. Uh, no, I don't see a percentage. Maybe because I created it. Who Maybe knows? so. Yeah, I'm looking at it just like as it serves up on the page. I don't see the numbers, I just see the, the percentage. All right,
1: this was exciting. Uh, next question Do you throw your concession stand garbage in the trash every time? Be honest. And you could either say, of course, or shamefully no. And this got 1,000 votes, dude. 912 people always throw their trash away. And a hundred and three people said shamefully no. They just leave that
2: shit in the seats. I'm in the shameful <laughs> camp. What now? Who it, does that? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It said every time. When do you leave it? Sometimes I forget, or okay. I, I, I put it in my seat next to me. So you're just saying sometimes it's an
1: accident. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like sometimes I'm just like nah.
2: I don't like throw it on the floor. <laughs> Like a bum. Come on. And sometimes I put it in the seat next to me. Hey, you were honest. I call for honesty and then I shame you, Noel. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: that's gaslighting, man. Come on. Total gaslighting. Uh, Let me see here. And I'm sorry I'm not reading the comments, people. A lot of you had comments. I get it. Uh, Because this one is there are so many more options you should have. For 3D, I said yes anytime it's offered or nope, I hate it. A thousand votes. Uh, 144 people said yes anytime it's offered, and 881 said nope. I hate it. That's because it's. Garbage.
2: I agree. It's so awful. I hate 3D. I was invited to uh, see Black Panther with with a couple of friends, and they had already bought the tickets, and I for, didn't uh, know. No. And it was opening night, so it was already like a shit show. Yeah. And I get there, and a they they I see that it's 3D, and I'm annoyed, and it just made me enjoy the movie less. And those tickets are like like thirty five dollars <laughs> <Yeah>. or something <laughs> for like a <laughs> thing that I don't like at all. Right. I felt like I was totally being robbed. Did you see it again, regular? No. Yeah. Uh. I don't really see movies twice unless they really, really, really do it for me. No, no, no. I'm with you. Uh, also, MoviePass won't let you see them twice.
1: Uh, well, that won't last long anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, you keep saying that, Chuck. You keep saying that. <laughs> Every week. Uh, do Rotten Tomatoes scores affect whether or not you'll see a movie? Yup or nope. Out of 875 votes, 372 say yes and 514 say no. Very interesting. Uh, candy counter, Twizzlers or Red Vines? Basically, I'm saying, are you East Coast or West Coast? And, uh, 610 people say Twizzlers, 221 say Red Vines. Wait, you're saying Red Vines is like a, is like a West Coast thing? One of them is
2: the, I think it's sort of known as one is East Coast and one is West Coast, right? No? Well, I mean, I I think of Twizzlers as just being like everywhere coast, but like, (laughs) there's, there's an Amy Mann song called Cigarettes and Red Vines, and she's very L.A., so maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. You know. I can't remember which
1: is which. Paul Scheer talked about it, though, on the episode.
2: I have a feeling Red Vines is, is, is a California thing or like a West Coast thing because I certainly don't see him around here. Well, he's from Long Island, and I can't remember if he liked Twizzlers or Red Vines. Yeah, I like Twizzlers, though. I also like if you bite off the ends, it's hollow in the middle, and you can use it as a straw in your Coke. Oh, instead of a shitty plastic straw that exactly. no one should ever use. Yeah,
1: uh, I did not know that, Noel, but you know what my deal is? is I don't like either one of them because I don't like that stuff.
2: All right, taking a stand here, huh? No, nah, what, what is it? Is it called licorice, or is yeah, licorice specifically the licorice? Well, that's a good question, Chuck, because people say black licorice, but licorice is a flavor that tastes like right. what anise or whatever, right? I'm not <laughs> into that flavor at all. Yeah, but like I like the strawberry ones. I so like, what I are like, they called? Gummy type thing. I don't like any of the gummyish. Things. You don't like a gummy thing? You're not a gummy guy? Not in. I'm, I'm, I'm a gummy. You know what they're made of? It's like gelatin, which is like horse oh. hooves and yeah. Boiled pig skin. <laughs> All right.
1: Final poll question. Uh, and boy, I wrongfully said 80s movie cage match and said Star Wars or Raiders of the Lost Ark. Obviously, Star Wars was not in the 80s. I just had a bit of a brain fart. And you can't edit a poll either because Facebook is the worst. Fucking
2: Zuckerberg,
1: man. Uh, so this one out of 900, close to 1,000 votes, uh, pretty even. 528 say Star Wars. 470 says Raiders. That's pretty, a nice swath, pretty tight, of uh, listeners here voting.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. And you put them up what pretty
1: early today, right? Yeah, a few hours worth, and we collected you know quite a few responses, over a thousand on some of these. And I'm going to keep doing this. I like the polls. Keep, have a second career as a pollster. <laughs> and I'm I'm even going to stick with the fifty fifty because let's just keep it simple. Hey, hey
2: fine. Thank sure. you,
1: Zuckerberg. Hey. <laughs> We had you all
2: wrong, Zuck. You knew what you were doing. You're the best.
0: Tumen Bay. Tumen Bay Bay is weak. We need
1: to rebuild. You have no choice. It has to be done. The
0: epic fiction podcast Tumen Bay returns. Have we met before? Oh, yes, General. From creators John Scott Dryden and Mike Walker...
2: I need soldiers,
0: and I need them now. Maya is defeated. Don't you see? It's not a gift. It's a curse. We are the fist of God. That fist is now raised in its club of iron to punish the city of unbelievers.
2: Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
1: or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: in the name of God! What have you done?!
1: All right, we're going to finish up with Stream This and Comment Card, everyone. And then this week I watched on HBO uh, Robin Williams, colon, Come Inside My Mind. Uh, it's an HBO original documentary uh, directed by uh, Marina Zinovich. And it is really, really great and super sad. Have you seen it yet? I don't think I can handle it. Oh, yeah? Mm-mm. Robin Williams, big figure for you? Yeah, or? I just I love him. Yeah. Yeah. It it is tough. Um really, really great though. So much great footage of him growing up and uh all this kind of never seen before insider stuff, uh friends and family talking about his life and uh I think I just um it had been a while since I really thought about Robin Williams and how much he was weighed into my life growing up. I mean, I was a uh I was a Mork and Mindy nut as a kid. I had the suspenders. I would dress up like him. I would pretend I was Mork for Mork uh, and then followed Robin Williams' career very closely um, after that. Movies like Dead Poet Society
2: and Good Morning Vietnam uh, were really big for me, you know? Yeah, he was also like, you know, kept making good stuff. Like when I was a kid, everything from obviously Aladdin, I was a huge fan of, and then What Dreams May Come. I remember just being seeing all his movies in the theater, even the silly ones, like Jack replays the the kid, yeah. the grown up kid or whatever. Awakenings,
1: great movie. Uh huh.
2: That yeah. I never saw Mrs. Doubtfire. That yeah I came at a weird time where I was a little too old I think to appreciate it I saw that in theaters as well yeah yeah and patch Adams you know where he's the he's the patch the, adams the, fun, the bird the cage fun doctor the bird cage is awesome yeah That's one just, hour photo like yeah. his darker turns that one was cool yeah he was, he was a really good actor oh, yeah. and uh
1: one of the great stand ups of all time i mean just like uh unhinged ball of energy on mm-hmm. stage and uh it was not just uh, due to the drugs that he used early in his career, that mm. was uh, sort of a misnomer. Yeah, that oh, Robin Williams is just always coked up. No, I think he's he was just, got just that, like
2: that. Got that natural uh, energy. Um, but you know, another uh, troubled artist, performer, you know, like probably sure. can't blame it all on the drugs, but uh, that's certainly not a great start if you already are someone who suffers from anxiety or any kind of self-doubt. Depression. You always, yeah, depression. You always see this and people you look at and you say, oh my God, you must, how could you feel bad about yourself? Yeah. You're so amazing. But that's the right. that's the fucked up thing about depression, right? Is like you can't see outside yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, and he also had um, Louis body dementia,
1: so... It was – the writing was sort of on the wall for him, I think, and uh, just a very sad documentary. Bala Count's a great guy uh, and really just gave everything he could to the people and could never say no to fans. And, uh, you know, sometimes at the expense of being around his own family, uh, which his family talks about, his son talks about, you know, he, he had to share his dad. And they weren't always happy about that. But they had to share him because he was just so generous. With, uh, with his fan community. And um, just a really, really great documentary. Highly recommend it. Robin Williams, Come Inside My Head. Uh, just really terrific. What a great artist, and it was just so sad uh, that we uh, lost him to suicide. So, uh, we'll move on to comment card. Finish up with some questions from you to us. Um, oh, well this is an easy one for me. Jill Sorduff Vendon says, if you could pick one film... To have worked on, what would it be and why? Well, Jill, I've talked about Caddyshack before and the legendary stories around partying with Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and Dangerfield. Uh, So I would have loved back in the day to have worked on Caddyshack. You would have had to do lots of cocaine though, Chuck. (laughs) Well. I mean,
2: if you you want to hang with the big boys (laughs) – yeah, I probably could have just hung out and gotten drunk and I mean, been part of the the crowd. We've talked about this before. I think you've you've seen the um, stupid and futile gesture. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, this movie. I enjoyed. Uh, it. I, I like it. It's about uh, the National Lampoon and the making of all of uh, those movies, and uh-huh. you know that all that craziness is depicted. Yeah, pretty epically. Yeah, yeah. Too short. I wanted to see a whole
1: movie about that. Uh, let me see here, Lucas Evans. What's the number one thing filmmakers do? That will ruin even the best film, huh? The number one thing, uh, and I don't have a specific note here, other than to say, not uh, not having a satisfying ending. You know, you can a movie can have you, and if they, if you haven't taken care of your business in that third act and
2: satisfy the audience with a good ending, then you're screwed. Also, like miscasting can be a sure. big one. If you have like some big shit star that yeah. just makes no sense in the role, it constantly takes you out of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, let me see here.
1: Uh, Brendan French, who would you want to play you in your biographical uh, biography film, Chuck, Chuckers: The Charles W. Bryant Story?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go Brendan. Go with Jack Black. I like Jack Black. We look enough alike. He's a good actor, too. Yeah. There's a new um, Gus Van Zandt movie coming out that he's Ooh, in. Really? And also Jonah Hill is in. It looks like a real acty kind of movie. You wow. Know? I mean, Van Zandt doesn't really make any other kind. Um, I haven't but, seen Van Zandt, uh have an offering in a bit. Uh huh. Yeah, it's called Don't Worry. Uh, he Won't Get Far on Foot. Ooh. And it looks like a 70s set nice. piece. So excited about that one. Man, I love me some Gus Van Zandt. I um I want um Bradley Cooper to play me in my <laughs> biopic. Yep. Well, we'll see if we can make that. It's out. called it's called it's called <laughs> Noel Brown the revisionist history story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome, man. You know. It's fine. He fine. He can wear a beard. He's an actor. Yeah. He can grow a beard. He can grow, sure. Why not? Uh Ma Sa
1: says what are your thoughts on Avatar cuz I thought it was the worst movie ever. Uh we've talked about this on the show. I didn't think Avatar was very good. I didn't see what the big deal was as far as being some great movie. And I don't think it has had much of a significant cultural impact like other huge blockbuster franchises that this one purports to be. Uh, But a lot of people disagree with me. So uh, that's where I
2: stand. Uh, Noel, I believe you were not super Avatar guy too right well I mean I remember thinking it was really cool visually and like that was the one 3D movie that I was like okay this is cool I did see that in 3D kind of makes sense yeah because it was obviously filmed with that in mind sure it's not a good movie though it's derivative as shit it's basically (laughs) dances with wolves with blue smurf aliens yeah and it's, and it's incredibly offensive, too. It's it's all about the white savior and, you know, coming in and rescuing these indigenous people who are helpless because of their backwards ways, you know? I mean, it's yeah. It's, yeah, it's not not good. Yeah. Not good. All right. Uh, finally, Tyler
1: Resnan-Stoneman. Uh, it's a little like the last question, although I'm going to say it's slightly different. Um, last week, we talked about our favorite movie cars. Tyler says, if you could own any movie car as your personal vehicle for transport, what would that be? Uh, and so I'm going to change my answer from the last one because this is a car I own. And I'm going to go with the Batmobile. Um, which Batmobile? The one from the TV
2: show. The really? S- the 60s TV show. The swinging Batmobile.
1: Yeah, man. I saw that thing at Comic-Con one year They had like six of the Batmobiles on display. Yeah. And immediately, because of
2: nostalgia, I'm sure, my body just gravitated toward that one. And isn't that funny? Because obviously for me, the one that I would choose would be the one from the first Tim Burton Batman. Okay, which was the really sort of long sleek black uh, one, and it had the cockpit there was like and like all yeah, the yeah, missiles yeah. and the uh-huh. grappling hooks and all that shit. I just yeah. remember that 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 was huge for me, and I remember very, very clearly when that movie came out in theaters, and I was hooked right away, yeah, I gotta say though I mean some of those newer batmobiles like uh. The Chris Nolan one bugged me, honestly. It was like, that the Tumblr? Yeah, the Tumblr. It looked like some sort of army. And I guess that was the point, is like it was a military research wing kind of that he had with uh, Fox or whatever. I kind of like the Tumblr. You like the Tumblr? Well, I mean, it's certainly badass. Yeah. I'm looking at these now
1: online, actually. Uh, and to, And again, I'm looking at them all in a row, and nothing to me looks better than that super cool... Oh, it's got the red stripe and
2: the bubbly kind of little cockpit domes, right? So red, And that's that yours, too. Cool. That's you and me. Yep, that's us. Going down the there road. There we go. There we go. We can posse <laughs> up. I'm um, oh, sorry. A little aside. I just wanted to the, – the Gus fans, that movie we were talking about a minute ago, Robin Williams was originally going to star in it. He had optioned the the uh, uh, memoir really? that this film was based on, and then it kind of languished in uh, in turnaround hell or whatever. Wow. And now it's uh, obviously a very different movie than it would have been with Robin Williams in it. So kind interesting. of interesting little full circle there huh,
1: all right, well, good stuff, Noel, that's it for this week. uh your homework is going to be to watch the movie broadcast news uh, because as I believe the final one of my l a sessions, I had comedian Kurt Braunohler and his wife Lauren Cook, uh, who is an actor and comedian in l a and I wanted to have a husband and wife team on and uh, Kurt and Lauren are great, very good people, very uh sweet and friendly and fun and funny, and uh they uh, were able to agree upon broadcast news. Um, the great, great James L. Brooks movie, starring Albert Brooks and uh, William Hurt and Holly Hunter, a uh, really, really great movie. So, if you haven't seen Broadcast News, brush up to crush out for this Friday with Kurt and Lauren. And uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week here in the studio. Right, now? Yes, sir. Good evening and good day.
0: I'm Joe Levy, and on the latest episode of Inside the Studio, I sat down with one of the all-time great singer-songwriters, James Taylor. We talked about his new album, where his music comes from, and how telling his life story through his songs has helped him.
2: Music saved my life, but I was lucky also to survive. I did some very stupid, some, some years that were, were just really high risk, unnecessarily so, and a lot of
0: people around us died, you know. So join me, Joe Levy, editor-at-large at at Billboard, for this and other in-depth conversations with the biggest artists in music. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts.
2: Hello, this is Ron Burgundy, and you are listening to my voice, which commands trust and respect. Guess what? My podcast is back, and that's a win for everyone. If you're a longtime listener to the show, you probably already know the deal. Each week, I bring you hard-hitting
1: journalism and also light entertainment. I contain multitudes. Find the Ron Burgundy Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.